Hey everybody, it is a glorious Monday in Columbus, Ohio. Outside, inside, it's even better at Roosters. It is the Horseshoe Lounge. We are talking about Ohio State coming off the off date and getting ready for an undefeated showdown on Saturday against Maryland. This is Nicole Cox, Bobby Carpenter, and for the first time in here at the Horseshoe Lounge, it's Bradley Robinson. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. How did everybody enjoy the off weekend? Bob? It was good. You know, got a chance. To, I enjoy watching football for the simple entertainment of enjoyment of it, like to where there's no... You need to re- remove some stress? Yeah, there's no repercussions. Like, I'm watching this. There's teams that I would like to see win, but there's nothing that I'm overly emotionally attached to. I wanted to see Notre Dame win, you know, for Marcus. Number one, it helps Ohio State. And, and then number two, obviously with Marcus being a Buckeye and them going through an emotional loss, like being on the other side of that, you know how terrible that is. And it honestly, for them, I mean, it was the reverse Uno card. Like, hey, <laughs> you control most of the game. All of a sudden, you let it slip away at the end, and then you're tasked with a final drive in, like, the last two minutes. Except instead of having a four-game starter, you have a guy who started, like, 50 games who's actually as old as Bradley, so that worked out well for him. And he does a you know a geriatric scramble on fourth and 16 to pick it up. So everything all dealt well that ended well for them. And then, unfortunately, you know, for Duke, you hate to see Riley Leonard on the final play of the game. Not a good situation. I mean, I don't know what happened to his ankle, but it's not something where I feel like he'll be playing. And if you're Duke, like, okay, losing to them, that's not bad. Maybe you lose one more game, but they still had a chance to maybe win 10 games, which for Duke is a monumentous accomplishment. And that's probably not going to happen now, yeah. depending on how that uh, what, what they say happens with his ankle. So I enjoyed it. We went down. My wife's from Portsmouth. We had uh, re- recently got some real estate in a, uh, ri- a house on the river down there. And so we went down. And just took possession of it. So I said, okay. We got there. She said, what can I do? I go, well, I'm going to set the TVs up. I'm going to set up the t- I'm going to build all the fur. We're going to get everything taken care of. What I need you to do is to set up the, the internet <laughs> so that I can watch the game. When I hang this TV on the wall, there needs bam, to be something on it. I can, like, installing. Oh, boom. Here we go. Put on the pa- – by the way, do we have the passwords ready? Where's that at? Because you're the one that's done most of this. We, you did the YouTube TV on yours, so I can't access it on my phone unless I changed our Google account. It's a mess. So, and then we had some issues with getting the internet set up. And so I became very agitated. So I'm like, you do understand this Surely is my not. job. This is my job. Listen, my name's Speaking not Speaking of geriatric, as you were calling the quarterback, <laughs> hey. Bob, you got you to, gotta, you know, evolve with the times. Evolve with the times. The times <laughs> are using internet to watch TV. That's the time. And the time was, I was missing time. I did my part. And I asked, I was like, hey, you got to know, where's the router? Where's it supposed to go? How's all this supposed to work? Said it a bunch of times, tried to figure it out. I don't think you understand the sense of urgency. I'm anticipating this. I'm all about operations, Nicole. Seamless operations. Failure to prepare is preparing to fail. And we got it done. It took a little bit longer, maybe a couple of years off our marriage. Uh, but outside of that, I feel like about right. it got, we got we got to the end point, just not a smooth destination. It wasn't a 400 meter. It was more like a steeplechase. Yeah. But it was a, good. A more relaxing off date for you, Brad? Uh, yeah. I mean, Bobby mentioned the YouTube TV. That's probably been the coolest thing this fall. Quad box. Uh, oh, I brought I, it up two weeks yeah, ago. I, I love like it. it. When there's no Ohio State game, because I can't do the Ohio State game with that. I can't. No. Gotta I'm going to focus yeah. on the yeah. one, but. Like Saturday, I was doing stuff around the house. I have exams coming up still, uh, so I've been studying. But um, you never stop it. that. Yeah, come on. Are you going to be Dealing. a doctor? Yeah. So I okay, got, that's good. I was good. Be, the yeah. joke was coming after that, but <laughs> since you answered it correctly, no, yeah. that's the only, only one right answer. <laughs> he, he cut out the punchline. Yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, that's why you stay in school for eight <laughs> yeah. years. So we'll be Doctor Robinson eventually. Got a couple years left, but I remember. So I use my brother's YouTube TV account because like it's like the family account set up. Yeah, sure. He, he's he just moved to Houston, so the accounts got all messed up with my login. So like the first NFL Sunday, I try to log in. Like me and my roommates were ready to watch the games, and it's all messed up location wise. So I'm just spam my brother text. I'm like, dude, you gotta get this figured out. Like I need to watch these <laughs> no. football games. I've never been. We've always had practice and meetings on Sunday, so I've never really been home except for like the end of the season for like that first NFL Sunday where you right. can watch all the games. I've never had that experience because we're usually at practice or in meetings. So. And then it got messed up at first, but we figured it out. Uh, my brother came through and, and got it figured out, so it was good. Nicole, which games did you have on on Saturday, or none? Did you just take it off, get ready? Uh, hey, she's a Texans fan. This is a big weekend yep. for her. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud. The, yeah. Oh, you guys, he's pretty incredible, isn't he? Imagine that. I know. It's it is very very exciting. They must run the same system there. They run at Ohio State. Hmm. Or some people are just individually talented and where you play in college doesn't make any difference. 
I think it does with your development. Hashtag it, it developed here. It can or it cannot. It is going to be up to every individual case, right? Yeah. Was there a lot of evidence on film that CJ could make every NFL throw? Yeah. I think so. Sure. But congrats on overthinking it. I, I hope Bryce Young is working out great for the Panthers. Anyway. Yeah, so it was great. And then, of course, had to go to some kid football games as well. So that How was taken go? up. So that's right? stressful? It, they are, my godson, they lost. And it was tough. It was very stressful. More stressful watching those games or Ohio State or equal stress? Oh, I don't even, I think it could be equal sometimes. Nicole's you know? an anxiety bag, so that's yeah. my favorite part. <laughs> I think I get more nervous about the parents, you know, oh, yeah. and their reactions. Where With Ohio State, you know how I feel. I was like, don't be mean to the guys. They're working hard out there. It's going to work out, you know. Kyle's showing growth, and just like we said he would. You know, just that needed too. a little wow. experience. I want, everybody wants things now, though, Nicole. I know. I mean, want it now. I'm one of those people. You deliver, because the, the service at Roosters is so great, you're used to everything just happening just like that. Thanks. All right? Sometimes Teamwork. You, sometimes you have to grow Teamwork. out to show out, Bob. That is true. So, exciting. These guys coming back. There was... A renewed sense of energy. I mean, Bradley can attest to it. When you come back after the bye week, like everybody's just a little more talkative that first day because you've just been out of the mundane. You spent like, two days out of the facility, and it's like it's, a, fr- like it's a month-long break. You're away from your guys for two days, and you're just like, you're so excited. Like, the conversations stick up. Like, everybody was probably still in town, but you just two days of not being together, and it's just, you're like, you have that renewed sense of energy. And also, I feel like with how last week ended with Notre Dame, like, the team's got a really good energy right now. I love Coach Day's post game thing. Like I thought it was great for everybody, but that's something like the team will rally behind that energy, which they need to continue with this hard month of football of October that they got on the schedule. So you've spent a lot of time with Ryan Day in the locker room, and some Bob and I sometimes talk about this for him as well. Like he's way more of a steely competitor than he tends to let on publicly. Mm-hmm. The way that he did after Notre Dame, what in the locker room, being on a team coached by him. What's what's the vibe like? What what are his speeches normally like? What's his mindset normally like? Uh, we know that you guys have all had his back, but to get to do it publicly is a little bit different. I mean, he he's probably one of the biggest competitors I've ever met, and I don't think the public knows that as well. But inside, he's very passionate, and everything he says, he truly believes in. And you can tell there's a lot more like there's love behind it. But the the passion's probably the biggest thing is because he truly cares about winning, and he is competitive. The competitive note, he's also like the most competitive game of ping pong I've ever seen happened mm-hmm. at the national championship game in the hotel and then the Rose Bowl. And it happened with like Coach Day versus, versus some of the players. Like, <laughs> versus the world. Yeah, it was. Those, All those covers. The, the best ping pong matches I've ever watched my entire life. And it's just, and that's, and that's how he does it. And then I heard, I know he goes and plays tennis a lot too, but he's, he's a competitor in all facets. And, and I love being a part of that. And he still is. And I'm glad to see the energy that the team had rallying around that win. Who beat him? Anybody? I'm not allowed to say. Oh, you're not allowed One to say. One may be an Australian, though, but. Oh, uh, well, that'll narrow, narrow it down. We played Australian rules, though, so yeah. it was different. <laughs> That's a different one. The ball mm-hmm. goes upside down. You played a negative spin. 21. <laughs> <Yeah>. Spins are <laughs> different. <Yeah. laughs> Makes sense. All right. Uh, so, a big October looming here for Ohio State. We're going to do it a little bit different with the Roosters Buckeye Leafs because Ohio State didn't play on Saturday. Bob, you kick us off. Somebody that needs to be heavily involved and shining throughout October. Maryland unbeaten on starting that on Saturday, trip to Purdue, and then Penn State looming out there for one of the biggest matchups of the season. Who's somebody you've got your eye on? They don't have to be someone under the radar. You can just yeah. be a star. You can do whatever you want. It's your Buckeye Leafs. Um, gosh, that's a good one. Uh, you're looking at the games there. Who's after Penn State? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I'll that's the final that. yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That's where the fangs come out on Halloween. And then a trip to Piscataway looming after well, everyone's don't, favorite. Don't besm- the, the Shiano man? Hey, they've caused hey, a little bit of cyclists angst Cyclists, beware. you got to keep your head on a swivel if you're driving through Rutgers. I promise you. I, gosh, I would probably look at this and say, you know, the combination of the running backs, whether it's Trey, Chip, or Mayan, mm-hmm. um, just watching these games over the weekend, we – College football went to such an aggressive passing attack. And as we have seen, teams that want to run it and slow it down, like you can really change an impact tempo. You can start looking at Ohio State against Notre Dame, eight drives. Teams can kind of gas it down. Now, if you want to go be, you know, uh, be LSU and Ole Miss and throw the ball over the place. And, I guess it's still possible to put up a lot of And points. not play any defense. But this team, the way that they're built, like they have the potential to be explosive. And they always have that with those receivers and with Kyle. 
But with the way the defense is playing and how they're starting to run the ball, if they can run the ball and dictate that, yeah, you can take your shots over the top and you can always have that. But I think five to seven minute drives really changes the outcome of games mm-hmm. and it limits possession. So your defense is all the more valuable for every stop that you get. So I'm kind of looking at those guys because especially, you know, this week, Maryland, they're going to want to throw it. That's yeah. really their pathway to success. You can bog them down, get a few stops, control the clock. I think you're going to need to do that against uh, – uh, I've got a stat for you against Penn State that we'll get to in a little bit uh, with how important that is. A Purdue, teaser. Maybe not as much, but Wisconsin's going to want to have a slugfest a little bit. So styles make fights, and being able to win that way, I know they can air it out when they need to. But being able to continually grow this run game like we saw against Notre Dame, I think that's important. Brad, who are you watching this month? Uh, I'm going to stem off that and say the O-line. Um, I think there's there's some good veterans there with like Matt and Donovan, but you got some young guys that are getting better each week, but they've been through a full month of football now and October's a big month and a lot of challenging games. So I'm I'm excited. I think they will take that next step forward. Like the run game's already been showing a lot of promise, but like you do need in these big games you need to be able to control that line of scrimmage and if you can run it, like even Notre Dame did a good job. They had long drives. I think that ninety six yard drive, yeah. like if you can control a drive like that, take time off the clock, especially with the new clock rules. I'm really looking forward to seeing the O line four games under their belt take that next step this month. Yeah, we need to. That's clutch. Step by step. I I really think day the de- by day. I really think the defense needs to be just on point this this upcoming weekend just with um Maryland's offense being so strong yep. and I they want to chuck it all over the yard just really <laughs> for the guys like Bobby was saying yep. just to be able to read the plays and just to be able to stop the ball too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're taking the entire defense you're slagging it yep, out. I am. I feel like Schlegel today. Hey, I mean your boy Tuolaya Tuolaya Tuatito, that's what Tuatito. I... Tuatito, I know you've just changed his name. Talia. 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 Tuatito. Yes. But Little Tua. 350 yards passing last week. I mean, they got a couple of receivers that are really good. Like, they've got some dudes, so to Nicole's point, like, if you can stop those guys, you've got a yeah. chance. They don't want to run the ball. No, they do not. And they had, they have had success throwing on Ohio State. Now, generally, that has happened I remember a game where they had a lot of success running in College Park. Well... Bradley, Bradley was there for that one 20 years yeah. ago. If it happened in the last 15 years, Bradley was there. But. I like when the opposing team throw, like, prefers to throw the ball over running it just because I just feel like every opportunity like that is a chance to intercept. I just It's almost well, like DBs a hole-in-one. Well, it's almost DBs. like a hole-in-one at a golf outing. Like, when a car, you're like, oh, this is easy. I can do it. <laughs> so you just keep. How many times like, have you done that, Nicole? Well, you know, I've never done it. And yeah. we did have one person do it at our golf outing. But... I just think I just think it's that exciting adrenaline of like, okay, let's try to read the play. And it's just an opportunity. Whereas when, you know, when they don't pass. The slugfest, the run. Yeah. No one likes that. Yeah. It's kind of boring to watch, too. Cole likes to air it out. Yeah. Like when they go through the middle, you're like, oh, they got two inches. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what I mean? She doesn't want to see those old school Big Ten <laughs> games. Three yards in a cloud of dust. Uh, and Maryland doesn't want to play one of those. I, I still... Coming out of September, going into October, I would say the thing I'm watching most closely is still the pass rush for Ohio State. And clearly they can win and play high-level defense without it being elite. They have five sacks through four games. They're 13th in the Big Ten. That's kind of crazy given the reputation for the Buckeyes. However, I believe it's the PFF stat. They have, I think, the highest pressure rate in the Big Ten, if not one of the highest pressure rates in college football. So they're not getting well, sacks, but they're impacting the quarterback. Their pass rush grade is in the top ten in the country. But it's also it's, – it's weird because you can look at different parts of the PFF grades, and we take all of them with a grain of salt. And you can say, well, but why? It's not actually because they're winning individual matchups. I did one head-to-head look this morning. It's fresh in my mind. I've got to have something. If I'm going to keep saying that the pass rush can be better, how? And with the front four, I compared Penn State and Ohio State. Because Penn State leads the Big Ten in sacks. I know that we don't just look purely at sacks, but one is much better than the other. Individual pass rush win percentage. Penn State has 12 guys winning 15% or more of their reps. Ohio State has three. Okay. That's not good enough. No. That's not enough. One of them is Kenyatta Jackson, and he played zero snaps against Notre Dame. Well, you've been asking for more snaps for JT and Jack, so they gave you that. You can't have it all. They, they played every snap they, against They Notre played Dame, every right? snap against yeah. Notre Dame. And, that's, and guess what, Bob? They were still fresh at the end. JT made two that's, plays that changed the game. I would not suggest that Well, because they didn't play well, very they were, plays. Okay, they might not have been fresh, but they were capable of yes. making the plays at the end. Um, we can 
Yeah, it's, no, it's good. I don't want to talk about the rotation every week. People are tired of me talking about it. Uh, and then they certainly went to another extreme against Notre Dame. And that's, I don't know how to process that. But uh, I'd like to see more of that. Because that's factoring in games against Western Kentucky and Youngstown State. Yep. Where ostensibly, we'd say JT and Jack should be winning. I, if not 75. If not 50. Like, I mean, oh, no, you should win more than 18. Yeah. 18 is the number that they're at right now. So that's the ammunition that I'm coming with. And I think in a game where Maryland wants to air it out and where you have Drew Auer down the road, where you have J.J. McCarthy, that's just the part that I think, hey, they've given up 34 points in four games. They're playing good defense. How can you be better in championship situations? I think it's going to be the pass rush. Okay. I agree with that. I'm not against it. Okay. You know what I'm also for? Yeah. I'm also for the Roosters Bowl trip give- giveaway. Wow. Right here. I just Boom. met with the week four winner this morning. Great. Jan. She's so, so great and so excited. We got four down. We still have eight chances to win. So you can do that by going to roosterswings.com and registering. There's no limit on the number of times. Or can use this great QR code. There you were get seven right million entries last week, Bob. No. My goodness. There were a lot, though. Well, here's the good news. There's 11 million and change in the state of Ohio. So if that means four million people still aren't getting in the game. So let's do but that. But it resets to zero every week, Every guys. week. Every so week. two winners each week, 12 trips, 4-2, deluxe hotel accommodations, two mm-hmm. tickets, airfare, and other great prizes. It's Rooster just a swag. great experience. It's just Rooster a- swag. Mm-hmm. It's some sweet stuff like Austin's got on. That's right. You can't beat that. And then. It's a threes day. Appetizer threes day. Cheesy bacon fries. It's great. It's got a little poultry. It's not poultry. It's got a little pig. Yeah. (laughs) It's got a little cheese, a little dairy, a little potato is what I meant to say. Gotcha. Yeah. The potato. Of course. A little little bit of cheese on there. And then obviously the delicious bacon on top. They're going to bring them home for you. Brad, where do the cheesy bacon fries rank on your uh, appetizer power rankings? Uh, I'm a sucker for mozzarella sticks. There we go. Those, are, those are up front. Well, those uh, are they're the, top mozzarella, five. But. Mozzarella sticks, bro. Those are like yeah. the grade A. Like, that's everybody's yeah. default. Yeah. Let me get some mozzarella sticks for the table because everyone's no one's going to hate them. They're always delicious and always yeah. wonderful. Right. All right. So Nicole's got a score prediction over here for Saturday. Let's start. Ooh. Just you guys save them. Talk about that later. What's the concern level for this Maryland team? They're five and zero. Oh. But they have played a schedule that I believe, as of now, ranks number 133 in the country. Townsend's all right. Charlotte's not bad. Virginia might be the worst team in the ACC. Um, but Virginia Tech's challenging them for that. Uh, they did Pitt beat... is up there, too, with... Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, but they that's, did, a, that's another issue. They did beat Big Ten Power... Indiana. Rock, Indiana. Handily. Yeah. And that's all their games, correct? They play another Big Ten team? They beat Northwestern they, or someone like that? Or just... Michigan State. Michigan State. Oh, that's right. Exactly. Team without a coach. A really yes. one you want to hang on your resume. Absolutely. Well, they beat Iowa this weekend. Right. Um, so, so zero to ten. What's... I would say three and a half, four. I mean, what was the last time they beat Ohio State? Is the correct answer never? Because I feel like that might be right. Don't believe that I've ever seen it happen. So, I think we've also played them. Like when we play them in Maryland, I think it's like later in the season – and I think it's always landed as that game where they're focused on the game versus Michigan yep. instead of focusing on the game that they're actually at, which I get. I totally get you're preparing for the biggest game, but I think that's where they kind of snuck in and the score became too close for comfort. Well, also, it's uh, you're looking ahead a little bit and you're worried about dressing out in the cold in a tent mm-hmm. outside of Maryland's locker yeah. room. That's always a fun experience. That was an interesting locker room my first year. But yeah, the 2018 <laughs> game there was overtime game than last year's game like usually when we play them one at college park i think you mentioned earlier it's always closer but then we'll come here and it'll be at the shoe and it's not even closer at all i think the biggest thing is you got to start fast i mean it's easy to stay start fast but with their passing attack if that if our defense comes out hot and their offense get a score quickly then i think it will go downhill and should be pretty easy and confident about a win so Uh, zero to ten what's your concern right now Brad? probably three a three three and a half and a three Nicole, does that a make concern? sense to you? Yeah. Nicole's what's, is always over five because she's concerned no. about everything. What's the what's your does level it, of concern that there could be an upset? Oh, I I don't feel like there will be. Zero. Oh, zero. I, I feel, zero. zero. I you feel, can't call her a stress bag now. I feel like after Kyle's performance and the confidence of winning that yeah. game, having a little break, and not going in, I don't think they're going to look at it like 
oh, this isn't going to be a big deal. I think they're coming back focused and ready for this game and are focused on this game and not necessarily. I mean, obviously they're preparing for the bigger games as mm-hmm. well, but I I just have a good feeling about this. Okay, so you're at a zero. No, let's say one. Don't don't let me Maybe talk a you two. into it. Mm-hmm. Just say what's on your heart, Nicole. I know. I know. I'm going to go with two. Okay, Good news two. is, Nicole, they've never lost. They're 8-0. No, so. mm-hmm. I didn't think that it happened, uh, but I can't speak for like 1935. I didn't dig that far back. Uh, what's your score prediction, Nicole? Uh, I just changed it. I, I think it's going to be 42-14. 42-14. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do. That sounds pretty good, to tell you the truth. She had the same. I'm looking. I'm picking into the 42-21. Notebook. Yeah. She's still she's unchanged on Ohio State's offense. But she does think the defense is going to show up. I like it. So I do. a lot of confidence in that. Next week, Ohio State is at Purdue. That game is going to be at noon on Peacock. Yeah. And yes. that will be available. A Roosters. Yes, Roosters. it will. Nicole, right. that, on a, on a scale from 1 to 10, what was let's, your anxiety getting that ready? We're going to bring, well, bring the first segment that full would circle be a back 20. to the streaming site. 20. 20. That would be a 20. But that it, would be a 20. It is in place. It is. Have I'm we had gonna test find runs? Out. <laughs> so wait, Hopefully. we'll have we'll have another show. Yeah. I'll have all the facts for next week. Okay. We, but there's been a lot of testing. I mean, it is. It's just such a different. When we you were talking about YouTube, the YouTube TV not working, that's the feeling with being a restaurant and you can't yeah. stream. So you get so, my stress. You understand it. It's oh, your job to have that awful. ready and have everything going. We went through the, the same thing at our house. We ordered one of those Google Nests to help yeah, with the, the signal projection. To get yeah. It. yeah, no one likes the blue circle of death staring back no, at you. No, so it, yeah. So I, but the good news. Mark's, a, Mark's a pretty patient guy. I feel like we're. Oh on, yeah, super patient. <laughs> it's very. I feel like that's why I enjoy him. We yep. really connect on that level. Yes. Just getting things done. <laughs> All right. So, but that is to put on your calendar. Roosters will be an option for Ohio State at Purdue. They would not. Leave you hanging. Don't no, buy Peacock. Come to Roosters. We will one hundred percent have it. Yes. Yeah. All right. So that will be available. Anything else? At no, Roosters that's right now. it, right. guys. Thanks for having me. We're going to let Nicole go. We're going to swap out a little bit of the panel here. We're going to come back for the second half of the fun, casual conversation at Roosters, which is a fun, casual joint. Roosters has been so fortunate. We just want to be able to give some of that back to the community. They donate to organizations that are near and dear to their heart, and we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long time. They always go above and beyond to help support our foundation to further help veterans. It's just a wonderful feeling to know that Roosters supports the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Welcome back into the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters. It is a fun, casual joint, and this is a fun, casual guy. He just had a birthday Super on casual. Sunday. Yeah. Ooh, forty-five. Wow, I so like it. old man. It is unbelievable. forty-five. It is unbelievable to me. I tried to express this to my wife all day on Sunday. Like, I cannot believe I'm forty-five years old. Believe me, I, when I turned forty, I never thought I'd make it here. Like, I was kind uh, of hopeful I wouldn't. So, yeah, well, I'm not sure what I'm doing. Trust me, I feel. It's uh, but hey, it's okay. Got to spend a lot of nice, beautiful weekend weather wise. Got to mow the lawn. Got to do, you know, get the get the. How'd you backyard. enjoy the Bengals game? I uh, did not watch the Bengals game. Did they play? Mm. It's good. Not really. I didn't watch that one. Um, I did, however. Instead, tried to run himself over with his lawnmower. Yeah, uh, it was you know nice, nice casual weekend at home. I, I had really planned for the last month to go to Nashville this weekend to watch that Bengals Titans game, and thank God I did. Oh, that would have been a nice drive uh, down there. Thank goodness. No, uh, he was. He was actually thinking about flying by. No, yeah, really? I was, was going to fly. Yeah, he was going to do a down and back in one day. That's an easy flight. It's yeah. nice and quick. Beautiful weather weekend. It was like 90 degrees on there. It would have been perfect. Like you said, you other than the outcome of yeah. the game, which would have ruined my whole weekend, and therefore yeah. I would have I been mad that I spent money on, on that. So yeah. glad I didn't. It sounds like your weekend was ruined anyway just by turning 45. No, no, no. I mean, that's fine. Better than not turning 45. So for your 45th birthday, did you go run some sprints to post on Twitter? I did not. Or is that just 40? That's just a 40-year-old mark. No, I think that's a 40-year-old. Well, I got player. another one in me at 45 uh, yeah. I don't. 50. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I thought about posting me mowing the lawn, but uh, I also This don't is care. 45. Yeah. I like Uphill both ways. I like mowing the lawn. It's a lot of fun. There Very relaxing. Go. That's good. Sit out there with a... You and Jim Harbaugh. Nice cold, uh, you know, Oberon. Get it on the so back you got a, ride, rider. You got a rider? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's sitting around. My dad does that. He enjoys it. I like it's to. So I, peaceful. I mowed the lawn on Saturday, Friday, my or Sunday. My big problem is we've got our our front yard now looks like a Halloween museum. So <laughs> already, 
Oh, yeah. It's October 2nd, Bob. Well, listen, I'm a big believer. I give my wife one month. They lobbied hard late last week to get up Bonesy. We have a 10-foot skeleton, for heaven's sake. Bonesy. Bon- named Bonesy. Okay. Or no, check that. That's what? Skelly. We have a bunch of other little bones. We've got, we've got a million different creatures. We've got snakes. We've got dogs, cats, other animal woodland creatures that are skeletons just <laughs> out there around. I mean, just all kinds of witches in the yard, giant spiders like we're in The Hobbit. I mean, it's insane. Hmm. So I had to move all of that. Oh, I go, dear, the only problem is when this isn't in the flower bed, I have to mow around it. And since it's still hot and we've had some rain, and plus we were watering so the grass wouldn't die, it's like I've got to move this now to mow it. So I'm hoping we get a nice hard frost this weekend and the mowing can stop. I got home from the... Youngstown State game on what uh, September the Ice House tenth right mm-hmm. September or the igloo the 9th, or whatever it's called. My house was decorated for Halloween that day. So what? That's how she rolls. She's a uh, once uh, Halloween will hit November one. That house is ready for Christmas. See, I I fought hard. I'm holding the Thanksgiving there holiday is Thanksgiving in, in yeah, between. We don't even worry about that. Yeah. Well, there you're right because you guys aren't thankful. That's I am right. thankful we for. Are, we hate everything. Well, I believe that we are. I I fight. Like the Dickens. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, so I do feel a little it bit excited. You get time. food and football. Yeah. What's better than that? And there's zero expectations for having to buy things. And as a dude, you really don't have to do anything. Yeah, you just it's, get to enjoy it. Brad's the fruits over, of her labor. Yeah. Brad's over here still living with roommates. Like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, putting out Halloween decorations. That's not happening in your house, is it? No. it's. Uh, we used to be big Christmas. We had My dad used to have, like, the computer program that had, like, the dancing lights. That was great. And then, like... Football recruiting picked up, and we weren't spending Griswold. many weekends at home. But it was my dad used to get called Clark Griswold. And but stuff. he didn't put it out it. until post Thanksgiving, did he? I think we were pre Thanksgiving, okay, by like a All week right. or two. Uh, well, there two. is like there is a, a window. I mean, especially yeah. living in Ohio, like I live in, in Michigan. If you get right? a nice so day before got, Thanksgiving, yeah, you got to take care of it. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want to be out there is in the rain and sleet, like putting up Christmas yeah, lights yeah. in your hands yeah. or just going numb, which I, yeah. I dislike that immensely. And I think there's a good chance that your dad will watch this episode. So oh, he definitely will. So he I'm needs to let us things. know when yeah. they came out. Yeah. Because he, he, we'll he can it. do it. Um, it was always a little bit traumatizing for me and my brother. You know, you don't hold the ladder right. You don't get the, the lights on the bush, the bushes right. So, you know, uh, he had his moments with us. I mean, how do you not hold the ladder good. right? You put your foot on it. You anchor it's, that thing There's in. always a wrong way, you know. Let <laughs> me tell you the wrong way. You would have never made it as a long snapper if you weren't that particular about things. Every little detail matters. Or becoming a doctor. I think or becoming a doctor. He was and your father never fell off, you up fell off a ladder. Yeah. As long as you hold it and it doesn't move, technique, it, you develop your own technique. I'm cutting down well, tree branches. It was this My old, wife, was one like branch falls. wooden ladder, though, that oh. was like broken in two spots, though. So it was it so was your dad to buy a new ladder, then. He did buy one the next year. Okay, but, good. But that old one was hanging in the garage for a while. I got my wife bailing out as soon as the branch falls down. While I'm holding a <laughs> chainsaw above my head 13 feet in the air. She's worried about getting hit by the branch, which was 10 feet away yeah. from her. Instead of me falling to my death and getting impaled by a chainsaw. Speaking yeah. of almost falling to their death, how do you think USC's coaching staff adjusts or, or like feels about their defense? I don't know. I mean, it felt put together, put together a pretty first, pretty good first half. And then they did the same thing that they've done in like every second half of every well, Lincoln Riley game that I've ever. You seen. Wanna, it doesn't matter when you're winning that big. I mean, is it? You want to keep it. Well, it, I will say this: when you're up a lot, giving up a couple scores is one thing. It got eerily close yeah. and maybe too close for comfort but that way you keep the ratings up and you keep the people tuned in that helps the Heisman stats you yeah keep your quarterback that way you can justify keeping your quarterback in throwing the ball more so that is a nice segue into something that Bill and I talked about on the podcast daily berm which is coming out of this weekend where we might have had a chance to see more of their other teams than we normally would uh we definitely we only get to see one game a week really so that's yeah. That's a challenge to put Ohio State in the national landscape. What, where did you come away from this weekend thinking about the Buckeyes and their place in the college football playoff race? Part of that conversation you guys had was there's no great teams, right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know if there's no great I teams. I don't know if there's great. any dominant. Yeah, I, I think, Everyone's flawed. I think there are four or five teams that have a legitimate shot right now to win the national championship. I wish I could see Washington to tell you if they were one of them because they keep putting them on the Pac-12 network and nobody can watch it. Uh, That's in like 87 million households. Uh, Not most people's households. In the Pacific Pacific Rim. It's a bad... (laughs) They're huge in Indonesia. Atlantis is the number one rated market. That Notre Dame game ends on Saturday night and I'm thinking, sweet, now I can just flip it over to Washington and watch them play. Nope, can't find them anywhere. Uh, I, I think... 
as much as it'll pain people. Michigan has proven itself They're to be good. the most complete team in the country in the first five weeks. Now, again, they have not played many good teams. Uh, many? Or any. Many or any. Or right. any. Either way. Uh, Their strength of schedule is very similar to Maryland. They've played some bad teams, but they are dominant in what they're doing, offensively and defensively. They are, I think, one of the first teams in like 40 years to in their first five games to score 38 and yeah. give up They've been less good. than seven or seven or less. Do you think they're better than Texas? Yeah, I don't buy Texas. Uh, really? Not Texas isn't back. They're not back. I mean, you're 10-10. They're going to lose on Saturday. You're 10-10 against Wyoming going into the fourth quarter. You're struggling looks, against Kansas on Saturday without, without Jalen Daniels playing. Like, there's no yeah. – They're. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying I'm not buying it. Uh, I, I, I still buy – Georgia, even though that they they've certainly struggled. Talk about why? struggling why? because why, 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 to why, me why? they're Ohio State this year. They're they're yeah. trying to new offensive coordinator, new quarterback, trying to figure out what they are. Have you ever read the book The Puppy That Lost Its Way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that might be a little bit. You know, you're in the wilderness. You know, trying to find yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't okay. want. I would rather play Georgia right now than I would play them in November. I'll tell you oh, that yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, that seems going to get better. Um, uh, Ohio State, I think, is in that conversation. Uh, uh, but, again, the Buckeyes are Notre, still – Do you put Notre Dame in that conversation? I, I want to because I really do think that they're a good team. I do as uh, well. I, because, and this is what pissed me off this weekend. A lot of people, oh, Ohio State must, must suck if Notre Dame – like, Duke's pretty good. Duke, Duke smoked Clemson. That's a pretty I mean, good team. I don't team. know if anybody else watched yeah. that. Now, Glenn, beat them Clemson, by 21. Clemson gave the ball away a little bit. But, Clem, but Duke also rushed the ball yeah. on them to the tune of about 200 yards. I, I couldn't believe, could not believe on 4th and 16 that Mike Elko, getting pressure all day against the best offensive line in football, decides to drop eight and rush three guys and, and let Sam Hartman stand. In the, it's the one yeah. thing you can't let the guy do, and then you don't have anybody actually watching the quarterback, and he runs for 17 yards. And I, I, I can understand the impulse. You still don't think that Sam Hartman's going to run for 17. On somebody you. should have their eyes on the quarterback is all I'm saying. Well, you're Did not you, wrong about we, that. We watched Patrick Mahomes with the help of some some zebras on Sunday night get the exact same thing. You can't have t- ten guys on defense running the other direction and expect the quarterback not you to were, follow you. You weren't watching Taylor Swift that game. Uh, I was. I, I'm over oh. that coverage. Nothing against Taylor Swift. I just I'd like another cam on Blake Lively. I'm a big Blake Lively fan. That, she's she's pretty awesome. I love her and Ryan Reynolds. Strong performance. I mean, that's a couple. Lively. That's a couple. There, there's a that might be the only couple where I'd be like, you know what? I'd make out with both of them. Yeah. No, we've entered that part of the show. <laughs> uh, Notre Dame, I think what I put in that, that conversation. Bro? I put Notre Dame in that it's, conversation. It's when we veer off the rails. I'd you like make to, out with both Marcus like and his wife? Washington. Yeah, like, I don't know what Washington is, and Probably. so that's the problem. I don't know if Washington – I know my wife would. They're defensively, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what, what's Washington on defense. I know they got a couple good players, but I know that they're – Where do you put Oregon then? Because I think Oregon might be the best team in the Pac-12. I think we're going to find that out real soon, and I'm excited. Uh, but, again, Oregon we've at least seen on TV – uh, because they played Colorado, yeah. so they were on there, and they looked great that day. I'm not a big Bo Nix believer, uh, but they do the right things with their offense. And they Are you a Bo believer though? I'm not even a – I'm not – I don't think he's bodacious. Uh, I don't think he's – How about how about a Utah with a cam rising? If I could – can I interest you in that? It's week six, man. It's too late. You mean it's too late. They lost one game. If they win the Pac-12 and he's back, he they're going to the they're, CFP. They're bad. Bad. I, I think they'll about? knock off. Did you watch him destroy Florida or Washington? Did you watch Florida get destroyed by Kentucky? Listen, Mark Stoops has won three in a row. Why is Michigan State not backing up the truck for Mark Stoops? I, I don't understand that because he, you look at what he has done at Kentucky. You know when the last time I don't he, think he would take that job. I'm being 100 percent honest with you. There's listen. Yeah, it may not. There may might not. be enough money in this world. Maybe he's holding out for Iowa. <laughs> He has. You gotta be. The Stoops boys love Iowa. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Maybe Bob will come back. Eventually, Kirk Ferentz is going to have to retire. He has the dream what? job. He's making what six million dollars a year a lot with of money zero expectations. Yeah, to, to go nine and four every year is, is that's yeah. not bad. Well, then you'd be, they'd but be four they to three years in a row. State. He sure. could probably do whatever he wants for the next but, three years. But you can do that at Michigan State. He too. could go full Mel Tucker, and he could still probably keep that job for three years. Maybe not full Mel Tucker. You don't ever want to go full Mel Tucker. All right, that's. That's how Tuck coming goes to Tuck going. Like, that's – you don't want to Tuck avoid coming. that. <laughs> a, where is that? Can we get that meme back again? The most unfortunate coaching head yeah. motto of all time. Uh, well done on that, Mel. You saddled yourself back A little back bit on, on the nose. But Kentucky, they beat Gross. the hell out of Florida. Mark Stoops has beaten them three years in a row. You know when the last time I did a little research for this, when the last time that they won three times in a row against Florida and it was four? It was 48-51. to 51. 
That's 1948 to 51, coming out of World War II. Wow. But the SEC is just such a tough conference. The SEC yes, this year. Three and two LSU over a five and zero Maryland. They'll tell you this year. I've talked Come to on. people in the SEC. They don't like. I do a show with Jacob Pastor from LSU, yeah. and he's like, the SEC is not great. Yeah. They're they're fairly deep, but he's like, the Pac-12 is way better, and the Big Ten probably has three teams, and maybe Georgia is up there, but it's like outside of that. I'm not sure yeah. what a lot – like, LSU's defense has never been I still don't want to play Bama. I mean – No. I, I still don't want to – they still have as much talent as anybody in the country. Penn State's in the conversation. I mean, I think you have maybe six or seven teams that are in that conversation right now that are, like – You put OU in that conversation? I I do, but I really – I think we'll know for sure on both of those teams on Saturday. Okay. OU has not really played anybody, anybody as well. Any, yeah. any good. Uh, Iowa State has fallen into being such a – they lost to the Bobcats. Yeah, they're not good. in Athens, Ohio. Um, but that really game's going to be that. awesome. I mean, on Saturday. Do you like Florida State? I I like what they do. I, I don't know that they're good enough to go like toe to toe for sixty minutes with the Georgias or the Michigans or the Ohio States. I mean, okay. I, I think that they could probably make that a game through three quarters, but I don't think that they're deep enough to contend. That LSU yet. game is meaning less and less yeah. the more I watch LSU. The thing is, I think think LSU still has a decent shot of winning the West. Like. All they need is to beat Bama, which it's not not outside the realm. It's not outside the realm of possibility. Bama yeah. still struggles with the mobile quarterback, yeah. and that's what Jaden Daniels does best. So, and if LSU's not ever going to play any defense, I don't think it matters. No, that's the beauty of playing Alabama. You don't even need to play defense because hmm. their most offense of the time, their <laughs> offense doesn't know what that's it's true. doing. But their defense is still pretty darn good. Speaking of Penn State, everyone looks at their numbers and their offense. I, I wanted to bring this back so you could get in your stat. So you like this little nugget because everyone's you know talking about Drew Aller and this offense and everything, and they run the ball and it's really single to the Nick Singleton show like go run it, and when you slow down the run like Northwestern did, like all of a sudden they look a little more pedestrian, and even Iowa did for a certain extent to a certain extent early in the game. They're leading. I think they're leading the Big Ten in yards and a lot of things. They're right up there, you know, Maryland obviously as well, but in yards per play they're tenth, and that is including with teams like. Indiana, yeah. uh, Iowa, Illinois, Illinois. Michigan I mean, some Michigan State. So that's including and they those played teams. Illinois, yes. and Northwestern. And so that the point is, like, they just have run a lot of plays with tempo, and their defense has been good to get, keep getting the ball back. But the function is, they're not overly explosive no. on offense, and they're not trying to be either. I mean, they're they're. I think the way you're trying such, to the be. way you're such the way the way the Yersuch offense runs is that you soften the middle and you take a shot. And Aller has not been able to. I watched Saturday the first that game for the first time to watch Aller all year, and I mean, you know he's going to be good, but that was certainly not a performance like, oh, this guy's a world beater. I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see that yet. But if Katron Allen is out and they get a little bit more um, one one dimensional with Singleton in there as the only run, running back, and you don't have that complimentary back, I, I, their wide receivers are not very explosive. They don't have a big play capability. Why didn't they go after after Key on uh, Washington, by the way? I'm sure they probably did. More money. I mean, come on. What are we talking about? (laughs) That guy, I'm watching him at Florida uh, Florida State 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 with the real quarterback. A lot more money, I'm telling you, that they're willing to give out than Penn State. Well, willing. I mean, that's that's part of it. uh, Ability and willingness are two different things. To get to the point, is that Ohio State's certainly in that conversation. Uh, Because the Buckeyes, like Michigan, I think, um, have in Washington, but again, we don't know, are the three teams that have been the most, like, offensive and defensive complementary football yeah. in the first uh, month and half of the season. I think what worries me, you kind of mentioned with, like, not wanting to play Bama, is our pass rush does need to improve, but I'm terrified of a mobile quarterback because, one, they'll move when you pass rush, but if you're not getting any pass rush, so they're getting time to do, and they can move and do what they want, yeah. that – like at some point the DBs aren't going to be able to cover guys for five plus right. seconds. So that's where like when you go like later in the season, if you play at Washington with Michael Penix and and even JJ oh. McCarthy can move pretty well. You like, saw what Austin Reed did and how exactly. he was able to extend yeah. plays. And if you elevate that to behind the Michigan offensive line with Michigan wide receivers and a JJ McCarthy at quarterback, I mean that's where you have your concerns. My biggest concern in the Notre Dame game was how Notre Dame went out there and ran two tailbacks and, and really caused the splitbacks, which mm-hmm. Michigan can do with Corum and Donovan Edwards. So, like, everything has to be geared towards that discussion, I think, as as it should be. But there there have been things that have happened in the first couple of weeks where you're like, ah, I don't, don't love how that would match up for Ohio State. But it's still early. I think those things can change. Brad, what's been the, the conversation with the, your expert on the other side of the rivalry? Um, how do they feel about this this year's version of Michigan compared to the last couple of years? I mean, talking to all of them, so 
Uh, it's funny, I spent a lot more time with former uh, Up North players recently because my brother got married, and I was one of eight groomsmen that didn't go there. Uh, well, one other one went to Michigan State, but so I was, and they were all they all played there, so I've had a lot of conversations with them. They all feel good. It's all this is their year and, and all that, but uh, my brother hasn't even, I don't know how closely he's been following it. He got a new job, moved to Houston, and been busy after finishing uh, his school, but uh, I mean, me personally, just because I've gotten to watch a lot of football, I think there is, like, the matchup concerns you see, and, like, anybody who's an Ohio State fan, you're going to see something in game, you're like, ooh, I don't know how it's going to work in November, like, right. like because that's it's the game, but I do think this the test we have in October, like, Maryland's passing attack, Penn State's more of a matchup game talent-wise, and then even Wisconsin, like, there's a toughness matchup, like, mm-hmm. we have the proper stepping stones to get ready for November is... But is the team and the players going to learn and adjust, and is yeah. is everything going to come fall into place? So. That's what I love about this Ohio State schedule. Mm-hmm. It, like heading into the season, you look at it. There's a there's a couple landmines potentially in there, but if you navigate them, they're landmarks. And the the damn, that's good. Yeah. Uh, is that in the winners manual? It really it is. <laughs> Turn landmines into yeah. landmarks. The Notre Dame game is a spot where you where you stop, you assess, you're like, okay, this is where we are now. You get Penn State three weeks later. You got a big test at Wisconsin the week after, after a night game. Let's stop after, calling it that. It's not you. That. I'm that, telling that, you, this that, guy that. doesn't understand uh, the psychology he of this is. game. Yeah. It's, you're going to Madison, Wisconsin on Halloween, the week after Penn State, at night against Luke Fickle. That game is going to be a war. Yeah. No, it's not. I think I, I love, think so too. Like before before the season started, I I put that as like that's one that's going to be tough. And that yeah, it's not my, it's not because Wisconsin's so good. It's no. because the way that it just it, everything it is, is going to fall. It into lines up. That Penn State game. I is thought always we got a, rid of Nicole's stress. Now yeah. the Penn State game is the most physical game on the on the schedule mm-hmm. outside of Michigan. It, the you the emotions of that game going independent going the next week to Wisconsin that is going to be a, a tr- potential for a trip up, without question. Yeah. Uh, and so then you have that. Figure out how you bounce back from that emotionally. Then you get three weeks to Michigan, and you know, I think you have the opportunity to to really gauge where you are at different steps yeah. along the way, which I don't think Michigan has if you look at their schedule. No, just one, play anybody. Just one landmark. Ohio, well, they have a, yeah, they get uh, Penn State, Penn State, and then Ohio State, and they have Penn State. I guess they go on the road for that, yeah. so that's a little bit. Of a so road that'll be test. their test to basically be their litmus test to see yeah. where they're at. But, yeah, I've, I, Wisconsin, even before the season started, like, I thought Wisconsin would be better than what they are just because I didn't think – it's not that they didn't They will get better, the though. That's, yeah. that's what Luke does. I mean, yeah. That's, I, I've not got, in year it's one. It's blowing my I, mind because you're the biggest Luke I know, guy. I and I watched this transpire with him when he took over at Cincinnati. The talent, there wasn't the, the that, talent gap so different, I understand. Though. I understand that. But he, this is a different competition level. All you can compare is what they were doing, who they were doing it against. Cincinnati was in a different league. Do you think Wisconsin's going to win the Big Ten West? No. Who is? I mean, I. Who cares? <laughs> Someone has I to was win. Gonna, I was going to win the. Big That's game. impossible. It's going to happen. It's not. Yeah, they have the best defense. They're going to beat Wisconsin. They're going to beat Minnesota. Like they're going to win the Big Ten West. That's it, depressing. The West just gets worse every year. It really has. Fic- it's the West is a joke. I mean, and you may say, well, Wisconsin's looking better because they're going to beat those teams on that side of the league. A handful of them. They're yeah. not good enough. I'm not concerned about Wisconsin beating Ohio State in a straight up battle. Mm. I, I think it's the the, the, the confluence of events yeah. that lead I to un- that moment. I understand your point, I, but when you call it something like a war, that means that you think it's, it's something that's going to go to the very. Well, wire. I think I, what's going to happen is uh, Coach Fickle is going to look at like just even the Youngstown State game. Like they're going to want to run the ball. They're going to yeah. not break the huddle. They're going to be what the Wisconsin identity has been of just take their time and but. Following that hangover, not saying there's going to be one, but from Penn State, that's and at night in Wisconsin, that's the challenge, and I think I'm on the same page. As they'll have two here. back runs. Yep. They'll keep it. In, it'll be an eight possession game. All those things. Game. Yes. Like I'm telling you, that game just. I said it before the year. I thought Ohio State would go 11 and one in the regular season. That was the, the game I had scheduled as the loss. I, I'm gonna. I, I still think that that's the most likely. <laughs> Killing Austin here. I mean, it's, I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to be wrong. Also, what about that matchup? Like Lauren Hill killing himself. Going back. Uh, I think it's a. I think it's a good thing that it's at noon. That it's a weird. Pl- that was such a, a weirdly good environment. Like not good for us. They but were it was juiced a up. Weirdly hostile environment. I think over the last twenty years, and Ohio you, State's lost more in West Lafayette than anywhere yeah. else. And in the you Big know Ten. that yeah. the gray skies are going to circle and they're going to bring that eleven a.m. kickoff. It's going to be. It's going to be. It was like weirdly cold there last time. Burnham almost got killed, by, got a killed by a trash can. <laughs> The wind was so bad, like pregame. You the world's like, largest oh, it, was, drum. it was the windiest, and like the yeah. wind dropped the uh, temperature. I don't like, think they could bring it out for that game. There was, was really a, you know, those like fifty-gallon 
like garbage cans. Yeah. One of them like got whipped across the field, and I nearly knocked me out. And it's that it's that open stadium at the open end, so the wind wind just yeah. tunnels through. Speaking of weather, it was going to be only a high of fifty seven on Saturday. Yeah, going to be a chilly game against the. Any worry about the passing attack? I mean, who does it impact more, Ohio State or Maryland? Well, to a tito, of course. I don't think it's supposed to be windy. It's just going to be cold. No. Oh. Still I don't know. There's always wind down there by the stadium. Oh, that's fall weather, though. That's football yeah, weather. It I'm is. High of 57. Yeah. Perfect day. Yes. You're going to get into the stadium at 8.30 in the morning. You're, it's going to be a nice little frost bit on the nipply out there. It's going to be fine. Fine day. Yeah. Well, anyway, to answer Brad's question, I, it's not an appealing matchup, but I think having it not be at night, not at 7 o'clock for, the, for Purdue to get fired up and bang that drum and, you know, whatever, it, it's better to avoid that part. A sleepy start at 11 a.m. for Ohio State is probably going to work more in their favor than Purdue's. Like, I don't think they'll be juiced up. Do you think we'll go uh, without music that week to prepare everybody? No noise. Yeah, the, Purdue the, gets loud yeah. enough to to still need music. I think it's not Northwestern. They don't do it like Northwestern. They didn't take the Fitzgerald approach. That was the weirdest game I've ever, like walking into that stadium last year. You were like, "Where the hell are we? Why is it quiet? Why is it so quiet? There's there was no seventy one. mile an hour winds. We're like, we are going to die here today." Had you just got hurt, or were you there? I had just had surgery, okay. so I watched it on TV, and like Thank I remember, like you the, should be so grateful that you oh, got hurt. Yeah. I mean, I've played in every kind of weather. I've played in multiple snow games, multiple rain games. I've never played in, like, the insane wind game, though. But I remember, like, seeing, like, I think there was a clip that went on ESPN right away of, like, Noah kicked, like, a 40-yard field goal, and it maybe got to the 10-yard yeah. line. Like, like, it looked awful, and everybody said it was Chicago's awful. Chicago's no joke, because I watched AJ play in a game up there against the Bears where, like, the long snapper, like, they had to tighten up the punter and, like, firm it up because – one of them blew to the left, oh. and like the <laughs> punter had to like dive to get it to barely get it off. That game was wild. Bradley, what else is going on? I know you've had a couple uh, recent workouts uh, with NFL teams, and we talked a few months ago about your your plans with getting to the next level. If that's part of it, I know you're still pushing for it. What's what's been going on with you? Yeah, so um, I've, it's been good. I've had five total workouts in the past six months. Um, it was most recently I worked out for the Commanders two weeks ago and then the Eagles and Steelers before that. But it's been good. Um, it's just it's hard. Like, I'm fully cleared. Uh, like, uh, on the October 9th, it'll be 11 months post-surgery. So, But I've been cleared since seven months. I just got cleared after OTA, so timing was really hard as a rookie to break in. But uh, I'm optimistic about, like, a futures deal in the offseason or my phone can still ring at any point in time. So that's been good. In the meantime, though, I've been – uh, hanging in Columbus, going to going to work every day in our exercise physiology lab on campus, and then that that's a research job that goes to my uh, PhD. So I take a couple classes and I work in, in the research lab. So it's keeping me busy. He definitely definitely um, busy, but not as busy as I used to be with school and football. So it's <laughs> I have some more free time. I got into like baking bread at one point uh, over the summer. It was, okay, it was actually pretty good. What was the whole your best, apartment. What was your favorite? Bread to I did like a cinnamon loaf, oh, nice. and it was like the whole house smelled like fresh bread and cinnamon. <laughs> like my roommates loved it because yeah. like they're just getting bread. Um, I wouldn't even eat it half the get time. I give it away. Yeah, but, I was yeah. waiting for that. Gosh, well done, Burm. But I, I I got into that. Um, picked up pickleball. That's a that's a that's a, that's a good one. That's good. I mean, because you're, you're not door dashing. Well, because no. you're how, how do you have time for uh, more hobbies? I don't understand. Because yeah. he doesn't have any kids, dude. That's the, why I, he's well, the busiest guy so, that I, I know outside of you, maybe. coach. If you're not playing football and you don't have any kids, you can do a million yeah. things because you're not tired and you're not stressed. Because you're used to you're used to that, <laughs> yes. that constant schedule and that being tired. But like, so when I was in, in Washington two weeks ago, they they picked us up from the airport. There was five snappers. Four of us got in the car because the other one was coming in late. And the entire ride back, there's like a, a front office guy driving us, and every single person in that car is talking about their kids. And I'm just yeah. sitting in the back like. No kids, like, like all of them have multiple kids. I'm like, this is just different, different points yeah. in life. But then we're all competing for the same job the next day, so it's it's funny, funny way to look at it. But if you get a chance to talk to Ron Rivera again, can you ask him why he wouldn't just go for two there yesterday and uh-huh. cost me a couple hundred? So we bucks? have the same agent. Tell Terry to cut that dude's yeah. foot, off, that dude's forearm. I, th- I think that's stupid. That that's if you are a running back and you roll over mm-hmm. someone, you're not considered down. But if you're a wide receiver and you catch the ball and you're stepping on someone's Arm, it, but I think his toe is even in anyway. Yeah, it looked so, like it but I agree with that. Like it's dumb. And speaking of bad moves at the end of the game, the Bears didn't oh kick goodness. that field goal there, and that was Buckeye on Buckeye crime there with uh, Cooper. Oh, Coop strips. I was happy because he's he's an old roommate, but then I love Jesse. I was like, he's See, torn there. Matt Eberflus is from Toledo. He went to my rival, the high school rival of mine. Like my brothers knew him in high school, and like I, I want these guys from Toledo to do 
to do well, and then you don't kick the field goal with a minute and 20 seconds yeah. to go to win the game. I think that the Bears are sabotaging every part of the franchise to try and get the top two picks. You can't convince me otherwise. It's like Justin Fields is finally allowed to go out. He's like 13 for 13 to start the game, 14 for 14. I think at one point he was like 23 he was 24. Set the record. He was 23 yeah. or 24, like, well, and the one completion was a Hail Mary, Mary so. in the first half. That's enough, Justin. Let's calm down a little yeah. bit. Even though this is the Broncos, and they could give up another 70-piece, <laughs> let's just cool yeah. it a little bit. You're doing too much. Do less. Why would they get the first two picks? Panthers. Trade. trade. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Panthers are bad. I think they've, I saw. They've got some potential there, but they would probably botch that by giving up on Justin. See, I'm all in on the Bengals. Williams, I'm, so. all, I'm all in on the Bengals just at this point, mailing it in, starving for Marvin. That's the way I'm doing it. You're you might lose you might want to convert yeah. to a Lions fan at this point. I, 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 as, I, as I do Detroit appreciate guy, watching those guys play. Great man. season for me <laughs> as a Lions fan. I like the way they play football. They are fun to watch. Dan Campbell is a, a guy that you can understand why people want to play for him. He's the best. Dan Bobby is predicted awesome. that. <laughs> guys love him. I love Dan. I never played with him, but we'd always be hanging out in Dallas and had a bunch of mutual friends. And then they got guys that take their game so seriously, they're willing to wager on themselves. So when you factor that in, <laughs> that's, important. that's a high GSF. They care about what yeah. they're doing. I really enjoyed watching the left side of the Detroit offensive line on Thursday night. Yeah. It's a good-looking side. Jonah and Taylor just getting after it. Two, two Buckeyes there. Yeah, Jamo out there playing work. some X. I mean, but he's back this week. Best could Is this still be back this week? Yeah, they, they changed, changed the rules. rules. And so they got they cut off two games of the suspension for Jameson and and Nicola, Nicholas yeah. Petit Ferrer. So I'm very torn couple, watching the couple, Lions. Couple Buckeyes. Yeah, it's a couple weird. Buckeyes. Yeah, they're, they're they're the I, I grew up a Lions. If you're going to claim them halfway, you have to claim them the bad. They have obviously Aiden Hutchinson. I'm torn at how I feel about him. He's a good player, but there's a rivalry. But then also Jack Campbell, a good looking sister yeah. though. Jack Campbell, That's not a bad deal for you. <laughs> Jack Campbell just also happens to be the person I was going against when I tore my ACL. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, I mean, it is so fun to see their success. I was in the gym this morning, and they were, there was a Bills fan. And someone was like, I don't think anybody's beating the Chief. I, Chiefs this year. I go, hold up, guys. Somebody already did. Yeah. <laughs> the Detroit weekend. Lions, guys. They didn't even waste any time. Yeah. They just got straight to yeah, it. Yeah, they got right to it. So, uh, got to believe in it. Right. I, th- I think you have to learn, though, when guys get to the NFL, like you, their, you know, their college affiliation, you have to, like, if you're in a fan of a certain NFL team, like you got to put it all behind you. Yeah. First like, thoughts on the final score. Monday. Oh, goodness. I'm going to go. 19 was a line I saw this morning. Is that? Yep. It I'm dropped gonna, down to 17.5 was the last Already? One. I'm going to go. F- Which I don't understand. But. Go 45-17. Okay. Brad? That's what I was going to say. All right. Because well, she had 42-14 early, and I always give some love to the specialists, give, yeah. get some field goals going. Got yeah, I think I think that's a very uh, believable score. Are you going to make one, or are you going to save it for bold peas? Uh, 38-13. I'm not sure that this Buckeye offense can score 40 points at this point, so I'm going to drop it down to 38. Okay. I, I, I could actually probably even be convinced that you're talking 31-13. to 13 type. I could see that, yeah. too. I think the defense is better than the offense yeah. is, so I always temper those scores down. They have been an under team so far this year, so keep that in mind as the week progresses. Life's too short to bet the under. Uh, life's too short to go broke, Bob. Oh. Life gets shorter if you're broke, Bob. <laughs> and that's what I'm going for. Going for broke, You Bob. don't go broke taking a profit. And right now the best path to that is betting the under on the Buckeyes. The losses that make you feel so alive, though. <laughs> that's true. They do. And so do cheesy bacon fries and winning a Rooster's Bowl trip giveaway. You can, do, you can dump two birds, one stone on an appetizer Thursday. Come in tomorrow and join them. That's, that's tomorrow. This is Monday. This was the live show uh, on the podcast. Roosters, thank you so much for having us. Nicole Cox. That's Bradley Robinson, Bobby Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham, and I am Austin Ward. Enjoy your week. Enjoy Ohio State at Maryland on Saturday. We will see you next Monday back in here. It's a fun, casual joint.